wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. And what I tell all professionals at any level is that your job doesn't really become a job till the day that you don't feel like doing it. Now, if you feel like doing it every day, it hasn't become a job yet. Just keep showing up. Keep working. One day, you will not feel like doing it. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. What can you get? Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Now, you know me as a former pro athlete and a person who stays in pro athlete shape, still work out every single day, still have trainers, still running 10K races. I don't mess around with what I do with my body. I don't mess around with what I put in my body. So when I looked at AG1, I was looking at the label. I noticed that it's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that deliver benefits such as mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. And I love the fact that it comes every month, so I don't even have to think about uh, how much do I have? Am I going to have enough? Am I going to run out at a certain time? And I also get the travel pack, so I don't have to miss any days. It tastes great. It doesn't have that nasty aftertaste that you get with some kind of any kind of supplements or if you're taking any pills or anything like that. You just mix it with some water and you feel good knowing that you've done a lot to take care of your health just by taking this every single day. So here's what I did to partner with Athletic Greens. If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game that's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game check it out for yourself you get your first order and you're going to get that free one-year supply of vitamin d five free travel packs and this can be your foundational nutrition drink that you take at the beginning of the day to get all those vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you aren't getting from your normal diet, from what you're normally putting in your body. You're going to get all of that taken care of at the start of the day, every single day. And you're hearing this from an athlete. You're hearing this from somebody who does not mess around with what I put in my body. And I don't mess around with what I recommend to my audiences. I only recommend you things that I will personally use myself and things that I can logically make sense of them making sense for me. So I will recommend them because I believe it'll make sense for you. So again, that link is athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Again, that's athletic athleticgreens.com slash work on your game for your free one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first order of AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, athleticgreens.com slash work on your game.
You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is being hurt versus being injured. Is there a difference between the two? Yes, there is. I'm going to explain what it is. I'm going to explain how that applies to you, even if you are not hurt nor injured or you don't plan to be either one. I'm going to tell you how this applies to you. We'll get into that momentarily. But before we do that, I remind everybody, I send out this text message every morning guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. I call it the daily motivation. If you want to receive a message called the daily motivation from me, being that you're already listening to my show, here's what you do. Text me at my number, 305-384-6894. I will get you the daily motivation text tomorrow or maybe today if you're listening to this early enough. But every day when I send it out, you'll be getting it as soon as you join my text community. So just text me at that number right now and you'll be on the list. And the other thing, oh yeah, workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where you take the next step to learning from me, to working with me and taking your game to its next level, whether we're talking your business, your personal game, your mindset game, your people skills, interpersonal game, your selling, your content, your marketing, building your business, your body and your health. We have courses for all of that inside of the university. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You will see a full list of everything you get inside the university and know that I'm telling you the truth. I'm not lying. So Again, work on your game, university.com. Now, getting into the topic here today, being hurt versus being injured. Now, this metaphor comes from the sports world. My background is in professional sports. And in professional sports, here's the reason why we're talking about this. By the middle of the season in any sport, every player has some nicks, cuts, and bruises. We got bumps. We got things that don't feel that great. Nobody is 100% by about halfway through a season in a professional sport. All of us have something hurting on somewhere, some level, some part of our body. But there is a difference between being hurt, where if you're hurt, you should be playing and practicing anyway, and being injured, where there is something in your body seriously wrong. And because of that, you should not be participating. So when you're hurt, you should be playing. When you're injured, you should not be playing. You probably can't play even if you wanted to. You only sit out when you're injured, not when you're hurt. And this idea, again, is sparked by my background as an athlete and my ongoing interest in professional sports, but is a metaphor that everyone, even if you are not an athlete, needs to internalize. So let me explain how this applies to everybody. Point number one, today's topic, once again, is being hurt versus being injured. Number one, there are few jobs in the world, very few. I I would bet most of you do not have one of these jobs I'm about to describe, where you can just not show up to work or show up and not perform simply because you are tired, sore, or simply don't feel like it. Who here listening to me, send me a text message if this is you. You have a job where if you're tired, sore, hurt, don't feel like it, don't have your best energy, you can just say, you know what? I just don't feel like working today and just not go to work. Or you could go to work and just tell them that you don't feel like working. So you can be there, but you don't have to actually do anything. You just sit there and do absolutely nothing all day. Now, I'm not talking about you calling out of work. Now, calling out is one thing, but there's a certain number of times you can call out for work before you get fired, right? I'm not talking about that kind of day or using one of your sick days. That's not what I mean. I mean, where you can tell them, look, there's nothing actually wrong with me. I just don't feel like working today. So you know what? I'm just letting you know. I'm just not working today. There are very few jobs where you can do that. And the jobs where even when you have sick days or paid time off and all that stuff, 
again, there's only so many times you can do it before they're like, okay, that's enough of that. Now you use all the ones you got. Now you either show up to work or you don't work here anymore. So if you work at a job that pays you, whether you work at a job that pays you $45,000 a year, which is about the, it's a little bit lower than the average salary in America, or $45 million a year, which will put you in the top 99th percentile of money earners. All of us have days when we do not feel like being at work. Every single person. We call this over here at Work On Your Game, we call this the third day. If you haven't read that book called The Third Day, I wrote it. You can get it by going to thirddaybook.com. It is listed down below in the description wherever you happen to be consuming this. And that book is all about how you show up and give your best effort when you least feel like it, which is exactly what I'm describing here today. When you don't feel like it, I don't care how much money you're making, that day is going to happen and you got to show up and do your job anyway. That's why it's called a job. Uh, it's called a job because there are times you don't feel like doing it. And that's also why it's called work, because there are times you don't feel like doing it. You have to do it anyway. And what I tell all professionals at any level is that your job doesn't really become a job till the day that you don't feel like doing it. Now, if you feel like doing it every day, it hasn't become a job yet. Just keep showing up, keep working. One day you're going to not feel like doing it, even though the job may from the outside looking in look like an amazing, perfect, I will never get tired of this job. So any of you right now who doesn't have your dream job, but you know what your dream job is, let's imagine that you had your dream job. It was exactly as you wanted it. So that means being your own boss. And that means you're working in a certain type of industry. That means you're making a certain amount of money. It means you're dealing with and working with a certain type of person. If and when you were to have that dream job, here's what I promise you. There will come a day. It may not be the first day, but there will come a day. It might not be the third day, one, two, three, but there will come a day where you hit the third day where you do not feel like being at work. And you're like, I don't feel like working today. I just don't have the energy. I don't have the mind to do this. My spirit is not in it. My body is not in it. I do not feel like being at work today. Even though it's your dream job, there will be days you don't feel like working. I worked as a professional athlete. There were days I didn't feel like being at practice. There were days I didn't want to deal with my teammates. There are days I did not want to hear from the coach. There were times where I had a workout schedule and I didn't feel like going to the gym and doing that workout. But what did I do? Oh, of course, you probably have a good idea what I did. I showed up and did it anyway, which gives me the credibility to write a book called The Third Day about showing up and delivering when you least feel like it. If I hadn't did it, then I wouldn't be qualified to write that book. All of us have those days. Some of you is having one of those days right now, but where are you? You listen to this show, I would bet you're probably at work <laughs> doing your job any damn way. I work now as some people will call this an influencer in some ways I am as an entrepreneur where I make my own schedule. I make my own rules. I don't have anybody telling me what to do or not to do. And to some people from the outside looking in, this may seem like the dream situation for you. Maybe that's maybe this is something that you want to do. I guarantee you that when you get in this, there will be days you don't feel like being at work. There are times if you are a person who creates content, you don't feel like creating content. You don't feel like sitting down and writing. You don't feel like turning on the mic and recording. You don't feel like turning on the camera and talking to an audience. But because it's your job, you have to do it. You have to show up and do what you're supposed to do. We call this professionalism. And that applies to everything. I don't care what you're doing. Professionalism means showing up and doing your job regardless of how you feel. My principle is that no one is exempt from this regardless of your job title, regardless of how much money you make, and regardless of how you feel about this principle. Nobody is exempt. As a matter of fact, the more people who are depending on you to do your job, the more responsibility you have to continue showing up and doing that job. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is being hurt versus being injured. There is a difference. Number two, regardless of anyone's opinion of whether you show up or not, this is a discussion about principles, as I said at the end of point number one. This has nothing to do with how many people know about whether you went to work or not today. Maybe you had a kind of work where 
if you didn't show up and didn't tell anybody, nobody would actually know that you didn't show up. If I have days that I don't show up and do my job, if as long as my calendar is clear and I don't have any commitments to where another person is expecting me somewhere, I could take a whole day and not do any work. And none of you would know that I didn't do any work. Now, I record enough of this material for this show right here that you wouldn't know that I hadn't recorded anything simply because I record enough that I already got today. I got today, tomorrow, next day covered already with what I already have recorded. So somebody could not know that I didn't show up to work. It has nothing to do with what other people know. This is about principles. And that principles are about what standards you hold yourself to and what you see when you look in the mirror. Even if you do have the luxury of not showing up to a job when you don't feel like it, what example are you setting for the people who are watching you? Meaning the people who are watching you and they're going to copy your principles, whether you tell them what they are or not. What example are you setting for your kids, for example? Any of you has kids. Your kids are going to follow what you do. They're not going to follow what you say. Doesn't mean you should talk to them. <laughs> but what you do is what they're actually going to go out there and do because they're following your example and they're noticing everything. And if you ask kids, you probably notice this. You notice that they notice everything that you're doing. Not everything you're saying, but they do notice everything that you're doing. What example are you setting for your community? What about for the people who look up to and respect you? See, when you know in your mind that you are not living up to your own principles, even if you know that nobody else knows about it, the fact that you know about it affects the way that you show up. Then it starts to affect what other people are noticing about you. So you see how that works? See, you are showing other people when you follow this principle that even when they don't feel like it, or if you don't follow this principle, rather, that when they don't feel like it, they can just opt out. They can just not do their job. They can just abdicate from their responsibilities because that's what you're doing. So if you show people that that's okay for you, then you're letting them know it's okay for them. If they're people who are your disciples, if they're people who follow you, people in your community, people in your neighborhood, people in your family, people who you are tasked with leading, if you show that that's what you do, then that's exactly what they're going to do. See, the problem with this is if you have the luxury of doing this, let's say you had the luxury of not showing up when you didn't feel like it. The problem is the people who are following you and following your lead and walking in your footsteps, they will probably not have the same luxury that you have. They don't have that option of not showing up when they don't feel like it. Most people don't have that option. Even though you have that option, most people don't have that option and they will not have that option. So what you're doing is essentially setting them up to fail with your example. Get what I'm saying? So my parents, for example, growing up, I've talked about this in my books. I've probably talked about this on this show in the past, and I'll talk about it again in the future. My parents were not entrepreneurs. They dabbled in some entrepreneurial things, but for the most part, or my during my entire upbringing, my parents were, for the most part, employed or either self-employed or fully employed as employees, or they were small business owners where basically they were the business, and they pretty much, you know, they had to keep working. If they weren't working, they weren't making any money. And my parents set the example, and one of the things that I wrote about in my book, The Third Day, and I talk about this in my book, Work on your game as well, because they went to work every single day, even when they didn't feel like going to work, they were setting an example for myself and for my sister that you go to work every day and you do your job, even though I knew that they didn't always love exactly what they were doing, whether it was their coworkers they didn't like, whether it was the job itself, maybe they weren't too thrilled about, maybe it was the boss, maybe it was the money, could be anything, maybe it was the weather, maybe there are times they were sick, they still showed up and did their work every single day. So what were they doing? They were setting an example. And as I just said, your kids are going to follow the example you set, not just the words that you say. Mostly they're going to follow your example more than they follow your words. So when I got into my things like playing sports and being an entrepreneur right now, like now today, I do have the luxury of not showing up if I don't want to show up. I just told you that, that you wouldn't even know that I didn't show up and you wouldn't even know what day it was that I didn't show up. But 
I still show up and do the work every day. And this is why the opening to this show is discipline to show up day after day to do the work. The book, The Third Day, is about showing up and doing your work when you least feel like it. There's a reason why I talk about these things because they are ingrained in me. They've been ingrained in me by the role models that I had growing up, the being the two parents that I had at home. And is the example that I want to set for anybody who is following my lead, whether it's a child of mine, whether it's somebody following me through this show, through my material that I put out and the example that I set and the things that I'm talking about and living out. I want to set that example for other people because I believe this principle is important. I think it's important for all of society, because if we have a society of people who just decide, no, I don't feel like working today and I'm just not going to work. That's going to make everything. The value of everything is going to go down if that's the normal way of thinking. That's an accepted normal way of thinking and is not looked down upon, frowned upon, called out, then everybody's going to do it. And I think it's going to lower the tide for everybody. But if everybody has the mindset of, I'm going to show up and do my job even when I don't feel like doing my job. I think that makes everybody tougher, makes everybody more professional. It increases the level of performance of what everyone is doing, the whole of the community, every community, and that rises the tide. And a rising tide lifts all boats. So that's why it matters to me. And that's why this is a principle. This is not an idea. It is not a tactic. It is not a hack. It is a principle. And principles are inflexible. Principles are inflexible and they are unchanging. Principles are rigid. And I'm not saying that everything that you think and every idea you have needs to be a principle, but you need to have principles. And I talked about principles, strategies, and tactics back in episode number 2211. Principles, then strategies, then tactics. If you didn't listen to that episode, you should. And in that episode, I explained how principles are at the highest level of the hierarchy. Your strategies follow your principles and your tactics follow your strategies. But you should have some principles. And one of my principles is you show up every day and do your job. I don't care how you feel. Again, if you're injured, you can't do your job. If you're hurt, you show up and do your job anyway. Are right, you tired? Are right, your leg is bothering you? You got a headache. You didn't get a lot of sleep last night. You do your job anyway. All right, that's a principle over here at Work on Your Game. And again, every day I open the show telling you some principles, the discipline to show up every day and do the work. All right, this is not new. Okay, so it's a principle of whatever you would suggest to other people to do, you need to be doing yourself. So I'm not going to suggest that you do anything that I'm not doing. So anything you hear me talking about, these are things that I'm doing. These are things that I believe in. These are things that I'm about. And if I change my mind about something, I'll make a new episode and tell you, hey, I changed my mind about that. I said that in this episode, but I think differently now. Now I think this. I'll tell you that that happens. And somebody texted me maybe about two days ago from the date of this recording. And they were asking me, Dre, what are some principles that you have about no, just about life in general? And I said, well, do you listen to the work on your game masterclass? Because every day I'm telling you about some of my principles. Right? So any of you want to know what any of my principles are, I have given you 2,503 as of today. I think this is episode 2503. I'm giving you 2,503 different ways of looking at my principles. Now, it's not each one of them is not a new principle. I've talked about the same subject multiple times, many times, but I'm laying out my principles every day here on the show. So anything you're going to suggest to other people, make sure you're living it out. Because if you're not, then it's going to fall on deaf ears or people are eventually going to find out you're not living it out and they're going to forget everything that you said. So if you're not doing it, you're unqualified to tell other people to do it. Now, you can't tell other people to show up if you're not showing up. You can't tell other people to suck it up and do your job if you're not sucking it up and doing your job. This is a principle that I think I've noticed. It's becoming less and less of a thing in today's world. And that's a disappointment to me of just, hey, do your job and keep showing up. It's become much more commonplace and much more accepted and normal for people when things are not maybe not going the way that you want them to go or you're just not feeling perfect. You're not feeling 100 percent for people to just not show up. I'm just going to quit this situation and just walk away from this situation, just not do anything anymore and give anything else to this situation. 
I don't think that's a good way of conducting yourself. Because again, if one person does it and that's accepted, the next person does it, the next person, before you know it, everybody sees this as a normal thing. And it's going to lower the quality level of everything that we're doing as a society when this becomes a normal, accepted practice. Point number three in today's topic, once again, is being hurt versus being injured. One athlete that we all know and love is Mr. Michael Jordan. Even if you didn't see Michael Jordan when he was Michael Jordan, you know who he is. Sorry, he's the guy from the, the crying meme and the guy on the sneakers. All right. And Michael Jordan's last three seasons playing for the Chicago Bulls. Michael Jordan played in every single game, preseason, regular season, all-star games, playoff games. He only missed, the only game he missed was one preseason game in his last season with the Bulls, excuse me, in 1998. Every single game they played, he played in every single one. Regular season, preseason, postseason, all-star. He won the MVP two out of those three seasons, and he won the championship all three seasons. Compare that to what you see from basketball players in the NBA today. Name a superstar player who plays in every game. All the preseason games, all the all-star games, all the playoff games, all the regular season games. Name one. And he was doing this as the best player in the league who won the championship all three years. So it's not like he's some random guy know who's struggling to get his next paycheck. All right, he was already the guy. All right, Michael Jordan was looked at as the best player in the world in like 1990. All right, this is by 1998. He was still doing this. All right, and one thing that I always admired about Michael Jordan, in addition to the stuff that we all know about, the, the stats and the accolades and the, all those things that anybody can rattle off about him, is the anecdote. Michael talked about this himself, is that he took personal responsibility for playing in all the games, not because he was trying to prove anything to you and I, or that he knew that I would be talking about him 25 years later, is because he understood that the majority of fans who came to a Chicago Bulls game every night from, again, from probably about 1990 on, anytime somebody went to a Chicago Bulls game, why were they going to the game? They were going to the game because Michael Jordan's on the Bulls. They weren't going to see the other players on the Bulls. They were going to see Michael Jordan. He understood that. He didn't have to say it out loud, but he knew it. He took personal responsibility for making sure he showed up every night and gave them a show because Listen, people rearrange. Uh, any of you go to a sporting event, anybody here who goes to sporting events, if you don't have season tickets, when you go to a sporting event, it's a rare thing. It's not like you go to every single game, right? You might go to one ball game a year, whether it's football, baseball, basketball, hockey, whatever sport you like. You go to that game maybe one time a year. And when you go to the game, usually you pick a game that has somebody that you want to see or there's something that you want to see in that particular game. Michael Jordan knew he was the thing that people wanted to see. And he took personal responsibility for that. And he took responsibility to show up and give his best effort. Now, we don't know if the ball's going to go in the basket every time, but he showed up and gave his best effort. And were there times that Michael Jordan didn't feel like showing up? Probably. Times where he was hurt? Definitely. Times where he could have easily asked for the night off and gotten the night off and nobody would have questioned him. Of course. But he had the principle, there's that word again, of showing up and delivering and being Michael Jordan every single time. Think about a basketball arena. A basketball arena seats somewhere between 15 and 25,000 people. So if you're the main attraction on a basketball team, that means there are 20,000 people coming to your job to see you that day. And basketball season is 82 games. You make the playoffs. Most players play in all the playoff games. So let's say that, let's say you make the playoffs and you play another, let's say you play another 10 games. All right. So you're playing nearly 100 games a year with 20,000 people coming to watch you at work. If you are not injured, how can you justify not showing up to work when there are 20,000 people who came to see you? This is one of the reasons why Michael Jordan was the face of sports during his career, not just because he was so great at what he did, but because the principles were the foundation of his greatness. See, his greatness was built on top of the principles. It wasn't the other way around. It wasn't he became great, then he got principles. No, it was he got principles, then he became great in that order. 
And it's the reason why very few athletes since have been able to live up to that standard. Definitely not any athletes playing today. Nobody playing basketball today is living up to the standards. Players today, there'll be nothing wrong with them. They're not injured. They'll just sit out the game. I'm just not going to play any game today. And it's gotten so commonplace that they don't even get asked a question by the media. Hey, why did you play in the game tonight? You're not injured. Why are you not playing? It's not even asked anymore. Now it's just a normal thing that they have this thing now. Players sit out the game for rest. That's what they call it. They're sitting out for rest. What are you resting from? All right, it's your job to actually play basketball. Don't you, you rest on the days when there's not a game. You don't rest on the days when there is a game. That's the whole point of you being a basketball player is you show up to the game. 20,000 people who paid a ticket to come see you play, you're sitting out for rest and we're accepting this. And this is what I mean. This lowers the level of everything that's going on because we have come to accept this as a normal thing. Now, when people were sitting out for rest and everybody was all up in arms and making noise about it, that was actually better because at least we were looking at it as an abnormality. Now we look at it as a normal thing. Look, look, look the best player is just not going to play. LeBron's just not going to play any games tonight. He's, he's sitting out for rest. What are you resting from? From playing basketball? Isn't that literally your job? Like any of you work in construction? Can you, can you take a rest day from construction? Yeah, it's Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> all right, those are your rest days. So those are days that you're not scheduled to be at work. The days you're scheduled to be at work, you show up and do your damn job. Anyway, point number four. Today's topic, once again, is being hurt versus being injured. Number four, if you are not injured, meaning you're not physically incapable of doing your job, then you have a personal responsibility and you should have the principle. I will suggest this principle. You have to decide to accept it of showing up and doing your job. Most of you who are listening to this, you do not have the option of not showing up when you're hurt, when you're sore, when you're tired, when you got a headache, when you didn't get enough sleep last night, when your stomach is bothering you. You don't have the option of not showing up because you don't get paid if you don't show up. Maybe if you were injured, you could possibly get the day off. I mean, seriously injured. But even those have their limits. Right? How many of you ever been injured to the point that you should have taken the day off, but you showed up to work anyway? Any of you ever done that? I guarantee most of you have done that. In the last five years, has any of you had a day when you easily could have justified not coming to work, but you went to work anyway? Most of you are nodding your heads. See, those, even those have their limits. Why? Because those, that's a principle. It has nothing to do with whether or not you had some paid time off available. It's the principle of I'm going to show up and do my job. How much are you demanding of yourself to show up and deliver? That's the question I'm going to leave you with as we recap today's class, which is being hurt versus being injured. And again, this is a metaphor that comes from the sports world where hurt is the bumps and bruises that we all accumulate over the course of a season. Injury is you got a broken leg. All right. You can't play if you got a broken leg. But if your leg is just sore, well, you got to play anyway. And yeah, I know it, it may compromise you a little bit, but guess what? Your opponent's compromised as well. So who's going to show up and do their job? That's the question. Point number one, there are a few jobs in the world where you can just not show up. and not perform simply because you are tired, sore, and don't feel like it. Again, it doesn't matter if you're making 45K a year or 45 M's a year. There are times you're going to hit that third day where you don't feel like working. That's why it's called a job and that's why it's called work. Point number two, regardless of anyone's opinion or whether or not you show up, this is a discussion about principles. Even if you had the luxury of not showing up, what example are you setting for the people who are following you, knowing that they are watching you? Point number three, one athlete we all know and love, Michael Jordan. His last three seasons playing for the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan played in every single game. He missed one preseason game in his last year. He played in all the other preseason games, every regular season game. He never sat out a game for rest. He played in all the all-star games and all the playoff games. And he won the championship all three times, MVP two out of three years. All right, that's a standard of excellence. And that standard is not based on his talent. That standard is based on his principles. Everybody follow what I'm saying? And he took personal responsibility to show up and deliver every night because he understood the same thing players today should understand, that people buy tickets to see you play. All right, that's the reason why they come to the game. They came to the game for you star player, all-star player on the team. They came to the game because they wanted to see you. Don't you see the fans with the jersey on? And you're just not going to play because you're hurt. You're just not going to play because you need rest. Right, that's ridiculous. And again, 
the fact that this has become acceptable is a sign of how our principles have gone away and our standards have been lowered in society. And the fact that many of you, some of you are basketball fans and you accept this, you have accepted this. This is a sign of our lower standards. Point number four, if you are not injured, meaning you are not physically incapable of doing your job, you have a personal responsibility and should have the principle of showing up and doing your job every single day. Many of you listening to this don't have the option of not showing up when you don't feel like it. And many of you have had days when you could have justified not coming to work. You showed up anyway. Why? Because you have a standard, because you have principles. And I will hope, I would hope that you continue to live out those principles and those standards because we need people like yourself to continue to do that, to set the example for everybody else who's looking around and wondering what should they do when they don't feel like coming to work. And they're going to look around and they're going to see you. They're going to see what you did. And based on what you did, that's going to determine what they do. So I hope you're setting a good standard for them. All I said, text me. Tell me the best insight you got from today's class. The number is 305-384-6894 and workonyourgameuniversity.com. It's where you take your next step, getting into my coaching programs, getting access to all 37 plus courses, 3,000 plus lessons, two physical mailings every month. Workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.